Hey friend, welcome to part two of answering your questions about Christmas and homeschooling and all those things. But before we get started here on the podcast, well, it's we're here at episode 108. It has been a fantastic year. I started this earlier in the year and I'm having so much fun podcasting and I just feel so blessed to have this space and have you listening right now. I'm also thoroughly enjoying the moms that are in Clarify Your Homeschool and being able to walk them through really shaping their homeschool for this homeschool year and in the future. But I have a special request for you. I know that you are listening to this episode right now, but I also know you have some homeschool mom friends who could benefit from maybe this episode, maybe the previous one, or maybe going way back to the beginning or anywhere in between, you have some homeschool moms that could benefit from some of these episodes. Could you do me a favor here? We'll consider it maybe like a little bit of a Christmas gift, okay? Could you share an episode with a friend or a couple of friends today? We are like right on the cusp of hitting 100,000 downloads. What? That's crazy. So exciting. And I just, I think it'd be super fun to be able to get to that point by the end of 2022 here. And the way that we can do that is by sharing the podcast. It turns out to be a win-win for everyone. And I would just, I'm just going to say thank you right now. So I know you're thinking of a friend and you're thinking of a specific episode, go ahead and send it to them so that we can maybe hopefully reach this goal of a hundred thousand downloads before the end of the year. We've got a couple weeks to go and I, I know we can do it. All right, let's dive into today's episode and answer the rest of the questions that I didn't get to earlier this week. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. The first question is, how long should we take a break from school for the holidays? I know of some homeschool families that take off at Thanksgiving. They might take the day off before that, or they might take just that week of Thanksgiving and they don't come back until after the new year, maybe even a couple of days after the first of the year. That's what they've chosen to do. That mom has taken a look at her homeschool year and she says, you know what? This is what is going to do well for my family. So we need to remember that homeschooling, it is, it should serve us. We don't have to necessarily serve a specific schedule. We have stepped out of the public school system and we get to create a homeschool schedule. I know that I'm using that word as far as like a timeline of the months and the weeks and the days that you plan to do homeschooling and to count as your homeschool. So we get to decide what that looks like. So how long of a break should you take? Well, it depends. If taking the entire month of December off freaks you out, don't do that. If taking more than two weeks off, if you're like, that's too much, 
my kids are going to start getting a little bit itchy and fidgety. They're going to start getting into things. We thrive more on routine. Then just wait. Wait until maybe a couple days before Christmas. So it really depends upon when the, the Christmas day actually falls. So this year, yes, it's on Sunday. So we're looking at Christmas Eve on a Saturday. And therefore, the 23rd is a Friday. There has been some years that I have homeschooled all the way up to the 23rd because I was like just doing something. Maybe we would just do a little bit in the morning. And I think this might kind of get into a question a little bit here. I don't want to spoiler alert. Oh, wait, let me, I'm looking at my list right now. No, it doesn't. (laughs) So maybe you just do a small, maybe your days of homeschool is only an hour or two in the morning, even if you have older older children. And the rest of the day, you're focused on other things that have to do with the homeschool season. Nobody says the days have to be as long as they are, say maybe in October or November and how long they're going to be maybe in January and February. But most of us take at least maybe at the minimum a day or two before December 24th, and we'll take up through January 1st. I have also been known to throw a day or two in there in between just because I was like, why not? Or maybe we've taken that time and we've gone on a field trip. Maybe went to a museum or an art gallery. We did some type of outing that I was like, well, that's, that can count as homeschool because I've always lived in states where we have to count our days and all kind of keep track of that type of thing. So how long of a break should you take? Look at it realistically and what season in life will this be good? Sometimes we have a bunch of little kids, it's really easy to take a lot of time off. There is that, I feel like there's that in between kind of time when you're like, I can't take too much time off because then they're going to start getting into things and it's just isn't, it's, we're just going to come get completely off. It's more worth it to stay on course longer than do that. Next question is, this mom is asking if I can share how I do Christmas gifts in my house with my kids. Okay. Now I know that some people are, well, we give three gifts and and I'm not knocking this at all. We give a gift for, you know, this, that meets this need, that meets a need, something they want, something they can read, something, or that would be four gifts, but they'll have specific gifts. I never done that. We just have always had a budget and I try to, I mean, obviously in the budget, I keep it the same, but I try to buy the same amount of gifts so that when it comes to Christmas morning, if I spent that budget, so say the budget was $50 or $100, $200, whatever it is, if I bought one thing with that, then that child has one thing to open, even though I spent that same amount. Kids don't always see that. They kind of sometimes, well, most of the time, they see like, well, he got three gifts and I only got one. Well, it's the same amount of money. So for me, it is the budget. And then I try to work it out so that they have the same amount of boxes to unwrap or gifts, gift bags to open up. We do do some things with like stockings. I'll fill it up with things like tape, uh, staples, rulers, scissors, all the things that have been used up or lost or have grown feet and walked off during the year. That actually was like the saving grace during our homeschool years. We get to like halfway through and like, there's no more glue, glue sticks. I'm like, all right, we're filling up stockings with glue sticks and tape and all the things that have broken or gotten lost during the year. So we do a couple gifts for the kids, a certain amount of money for the budget, do a stocking. And, and that's kind of, it sounds kind of, doesn't sound as exciting or as planned out, but 
I really try to be very intentional with the gifts that I'm giving my kids and stick to our goals as a family. So if my goal for my family is not, if I say, we say we, our kids aren't getting phones until they're 15 or something, well, I'm not going to go and give a phone to a 10 year old. I don't go and abandon the ideas and the things that James and I have set just because it's Christmas and because it's on their list. Now, yes, my kids come up with their lists and I'm like, and as they get older, I'm going to tell you right now, it gets more expensive. I'm like, the budget is still kind of the same. Can you can you take it down a notch right here? Because I don't know what to get you and you're not going to get anything. When they were really little, to be honest, we were on such a tight budget that I would, we were actually just talking about this the other night. And in the fall, I would go to a, uh, a kid's sale thing. It was, um, I would sell some stuff. I'm trying to think of the word for it. It was called kids market and I would sell some things. And my goal was always to like buy the same, you know, I would even out from the amount that I sold. So if I sold a hundred dollars and I would hopefully only spend a hundred dollars, but when they were really little, I would buy all their toys there. I would clean it up really good and then wrap it up and give it to them. And they were happy as a pig in mud. They loved it. So I do have a YouTube video. I know I mentioned this before. I had a short-lived YouTube channel. This is a lot to do videos and stuff when you have kids running around in the house and making a lot of noise and slamming doors. But I will put a link in the show notes. It was actually a really big hit. So this is just last year that I had posted that. It was a really big hit. I shared some gift ideas for boys. And I don't have a gift idea for girls. Sorry, (laughs) only that one video. But it was a really big hit. And a couple of things I listed in there, people bought. And then they would send me pictures after Christmas. They're like, my boys love this. So you can go ahead and check out that link. And the last question is how to keep your house clean-ish while also homeschooling during the holidays. Now I get this question a lot because I do kind of share about homemaking and that kind of stuff, sometimes on social media and here on the podcast. And I, because I, I thrive off of having a clean and tidy home. It's just who I am. If my house is clean and tidy, I feel like, okay, I can take on the world. And so I have gotten this question a lot and I'm working on a way to convey all that information because I do have a system that works well. And it's a system that can be tweaked and it can be adjusted to work for anybody. I truly believe that. But right now, let's just talk about the holidays and all the extra things in the house when it comes to decor. So yes, keeping the house clean-ish, we'll say. There's more stuff in the house. And let's just talk the fact that there's probably a Christmas tree in your house. You might have stockings hanging on your mantle. You might have just extra decorations around the house and they take up more space. I do a good dusting before we put out all of the Christmas decor because guess what? Once that stuff, we got like the manger scene on top of this bookshelf. I don't have the time. I'm going to tell you, I don't have the time during the Christmas season to take off every single little piece of that manger scene and dust underneath it. I'm not doing it. So I do a good cleaning before we decorate. And then once everything is taken down and packed up and put away from the year, then I do a really good deep clean then as well. And so that I get that done before we get to between Christmas and New Year's, get that all done so that we enter into New Year's Eve and New Year's with just a clean slate and literally is clean. So when it comes to how to keep your house cleanish, 
It depends on how dirty it's going to get. The biggest thing is to enlist help. The vacuum, is your child old enough to push the vacuum around? Let them push the vacuum around. It might not be perfect. It might not be exactly what you want it to be, but are the main things vacuumed up? And sometimes during the holiday season, we have to just let some things go a little bit more. And maybe we just need to be a little bit more practical about things. Or maybe you might just need to say, you know what? We aren't going to homeschool five days a week. One day a week is going to be, I mean, this sounds like so like, like Scrooge or something. One day a week, we're going to do chores, but that might be just what you need. Or one morning, that's what we're going to do is we're going to work on chores. Everyone's going to get their room straightened up. We're going to get things kind of vacuumed and tidied and cleaned up so that we can feel like I'm, I'm able to stay on top of this stuff. So that would be my biggest tip is to enlist help and then to adjust, make it work for you. Because during the holiday season, there's more to do. You might be out of the house more than usual. You might have more people in the house than usual. You want things to be kind of cleaned up. Maybe just to take that time, maybe you say Saturday mornings, that's what mom is doing. And everyone else, they can head out for the day. (laughs) Or maybe just take during the school day. And I remember doing that as well. Just during the school day, say, you know what? This chores are more important. Maintaining our house right now is more important because I know that for myself, Having a clean and tidy home really helps me with my, we'll say, mental and emotional health. And so I can function a lot better in that way. But I have been asked about this a lot and I am anxious and excited to share with you. So make sure you stay tuned to that. And I did mention New Year's. There's coming an episode about New Year's and what we do. We have a couple of traditions that have stood the test of time and Anybody I have shared them with that have started doing those different ideas have really loved it as well. I hope these Christmas episodes have encouraged you, given you some food for thought, given you some ideas, and between the combination of all of them here, I think we started at episode 101 up until here, episode 108. There might be one or two in there that are not holiday, but you've got a good chunk of information right there. So listen to all of those, figure out what your holiday season looks like, even though kind of a little bit into it. It's never too late. Okay. Never too late. And one last thing, share this episode or any of your episodes with whoever, any homeschool mom, maybe a mom you think are about homeschool, find an episode that will fit with her. That'll encourage her. We'd love if you would share that so we can reach our goal by the end of the year to hit a hundred thousand downloads. That would be so fun and so cool. I'll be sure to keep you posted, but mama, I hope that your holiday season is filling your heart as well with joy and that you have a blessed and wonderful rest of your day. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at little by little homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, mama.